Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah! Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show, kids. It's Tuesday nights. We're live in Wilmington, North Carolina. Dan. Are you sure about that? Dan, are you alive? A little bit, yeah. Okay. A little bit. Look, I'm, I'm dead just checking inside, for Pulse, brother. Well. Yep. Nope. Definitely dead. Definitely mm. dead. We get a big show tonight. Uh, we're excited. Look, we're, we're going to do all, almost all of our sports shows live on YouTube. Yeah. Um, we're making well, this, a big, this week big push especially because people video. keep people keep asking us about odds, yes, what it means, mm-hmm. and we figure we will do it now where you have the opportunity to ask follow up questions at the end of the show. Correct. So, and anybody out there who's listening, uh, join Drinking Bros Sports. It is a private group on Facebook, uh, and in there, since we're doing these shows live uh, on Tuesdays, we will answer all your questions at the end. We'll give you a nice little shout out. Nice little shout out. Right now we're prepping for fantasy football. Yeah. Um, I want to I clarify something to the audience. Four leagues, August 2nd, high noon, which is a Friday. D'Anthony and I will be setting up fan, all four fantasy football leagues inside Drinking Bros Sports. And you must be a member and then sign up there at noon. Boom. We'll sh- shoot out an email. First come, first serve. If you don't answer the email, boom, yep. we go to the next person, blah, 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 blah. And remember to read the rules if you don't have your screenshots ready for the top two leagues where you have to prove you're a champion or a double champ, then you're obviously going to get, you're not going to get that position. So correct. Have your shit but ready. But there's nothing wrong with the underdogs leagues. No, those there's two get, other those leagues. Those get aggressive, yeah. man. They do. Those get real aggressive. And uh, I'm, I'm amped about the prizes this year. I've already chastised my wife on the plane and I said, if you fucking lose. The steaming Willie Beeman jersey. It's over. If she's in my league, right? Uh, yes. If she, if she I win it, you last year. if I win it, I'm gonna burn it in front of you. <laughs> there's there's no way you're gonna win it, but I, uh, I will win it, and then I'm gonna burn it in front of you. It is uh, it it is signed by Mr. Jamie Fox himself, um, and that's a big one. Now, was he? Uh, which character was he in when he signed that jersey? Do you think? Which character was Jamie Foxx in? Yeah. You think it was Willie Beeman? Yeah. He was probably in the character of Ray. Ray Charles. So is it like the huge smear across the jersey? Maybe. Maybe it is. Because I don't know if you knew this about Ray Charles, but blind. Really? Yeah, big time. And heroin, too. So that combination, blind and heroin? (laughs) Holy shit. Can you imagine what his autograph looks like? Well, look, man. Uh, he, He did it. He did it all the way around. I like that movie, except for with the brother dying. Um, I'm kidding. That's, that's one of Jesse's lines. I'll actually give her credit for it. But, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of, of that movie, Ray. I just didn't like when the brother died. <laughs> that really fucked me up. She um, said, I'm sure he could have done without his brother dying as well. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he didn't like him. I don't know. Uh, look, uh, we're going to answer some betting questions at the end of this shit tonight. Our first sponsor is MyBookie.com. I want to clear up something that was, that was also in the group. And a lot of people asked. They were like, hey, man, we didn't think MyBookie was coming back. We didn't either, man, to be honest with you. We fucking housed them last year. Yeah, it wasn't because we were unhappy with them. It's because it, we figured, like, they showed us the numbers of how crazy 
drinking bills, how well they did. Yes. And we're just like, there's no fucking way they're coming back. 73.4% of bets we won yeah. last year. And I, I honestly, and I mean, this is full disclosure. I, I thought there's no fucking way they're bringing yeah. us back. I, I literally was just like, hey, man, it's cool. And I was prepared to, you know, we had chatted with DraftKings and some other companies, but um, I'm amped about it because I love betting on sports. Yeah, same. Uh, I like, I love fantasy football and all the fantasy sports across the board, but we have those leagues. I like to bet on sports aggressively and, uh, and we do it a lot um, because we we're do. degenerates. We are degenerate. Well, yes. Yeah. I was going to try to <laughs> rebut that, but no, you're right. I, we're actually degenerates in a number of different ways, but let's just keep it to the gambling for today. We will. We will. So myboogie.com will be our, our sponsor for the official year. Uh, there will be a URL for them specifically for Drinking Bros listeners. Mybookie.com forward slash Drinking Bros. They're building us a new one for this upcoming sports year. Mm-hmm. Right now is kind of a dead season as far as gambling goes. For like the next two weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, right, right around August 1st when all the odds come out for college football. Um, and then also the first preseason game is, yeah. August, is August 1st for, uh, for NFL. Which is shocking. It's coming soon. It's the Falcons, brother. Falconies. The Falconies. And uh, I forget who they're playing. But all the, all the Super Bowl odds will be out by then. Training camp, all that other shit. First week of hard knocks. Yep. Oakland. The Raiders have hard knocks this year. It's going to be wild. It's, it's going to be wild. And I've got some fucking crazy predictions this year. This is going to be our first peek behind the curtain of a Gruden-run team yep. since, what, 2004 or something? Oh, shit? yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see. Because you know how culture changes and shit? And I, I feel like now players have more power in professional sports than they ever have. And we'll get into that more with the NBA. Yeah. But they have more power than they ever have in professional sports history right now. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how that's going to sit with Gruden because he's not that kind of guy, really. No. And, it, look, it's happening in all the leagues around it. And uh, it's, it's weird to see, man. Um, but, you know, look, I would say from a – just a fan standpoint, what it, the, the, yeah. fuck, the, the fuckery that's been going on in the NBA right now has been amazing to watch. And uh, the players have all the fucking power. And each day, something gets leaked that you're like, what? Yeah, like KD, for example. Yeah. Demanded that the Warriors send not just him. I'm sorry, that the Warriors, uh, yeah, that they send not just him, but a first-round pick in addition to get D'Angelo Russell. Correct. Like, and he's building his, he's trying to build his own team like he's a fucking GM. Well, that, this is the first GM player we've seen, right? No, Shit. LeBron's been coaching, he, managing, yeah, and uh, for doing years. that every, yeah. for, for 15 years. But, uh, you know, I, it's strange. Um, but we'll, look, we'll, we'll get to all that. We'll, we'll, we'll start with, I tell you what, we'll start with this, this D'Angelo Russell rumor, rumor since we're there. Right now? You're talking about the one that uh, the Warriors are just trying to flip him? Cause Correct. The GM came out today and said that's not what they're trying to do. That, that he has to say that. He has to say that, Obviously. Yeah. I don't believe him for a fucking second. Like, if people are leaking it, that's because someone had a serious conversation about it. Oh, yeah. That's and, how it works. And, look, every GM around the league has said this privately. Well, that's now public now. Um, but uh, that he doesn't fit their system, isn't a great fit for that team. There's no yeah. way they can see him stay. The weird thing about D'Angelo Russell for me is this. He's a great player. And he's he's young. He's really fucking young. They should be be able to get a return. To be a journeyman already at this stage in your career? Well, I mean, part of it is personality, right? Because he had the the one massive fuck up with the Lakers. Yeah. Where he videotaped inside the locker room. And then, uh, I mean, it literally 
shut down someone, cancel somebody's marriage. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Swaggy P and Swaggy uh, P and uh, Iggy Azalea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, really, Swaggy P's behavior shut down that marriage. But D. Russell broke the man code. It did. Yeah, he broke the man code. Um, you you leave that shit alone. Yeah. Definitely. But the, the fact that KD is asking for first round picks and all this other shit, uh, and then boom, you turn right around, going back to Oklahoma City, Russell Westbrook. They trade half of his fucking team, and he's like, look, man, get me the fuck out of here. There was a, a rumor that it was going to be Miami. Yeah. yeah. And that I, the I, deal I was almost done. According to ESPN, the deal's almost done. Nope, not done. And he gets shipped out to Houston for Chris Paul, and they get two more first-round picks. Yeah. and if you, Mind-altering. And they're going to get more because if you think Chris Paul is going to be on that roster opening day, you're out of your fucking mind. He's oh, not, not a He prayer. is not staying in Oklahoma City. There's no chance. No. They're going to trade him and probably get two first-rounders within the next four years. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? And, from, and, from now until, like, 20, 2026, basically. So it, the next six and a half years. Here's the crazy thing about it is the destination that is rumored that it, where he's going is Miami. Miami, yeah. Miami has... The Thunder have two of their picks. Already, yeah. So Miami's just saying, hey, man, give us our fucking picks back, yeah. and we'll make this happen. Allegedly, they're at one right now. They're at one pick. Um, and then they said, hey, give us the other pick back, and we're good. How many fucking picks do you have if you're trading with another team just to get your own goddamn picks back? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if... Uh, I mean, the Warriors built their original team on picks... And then on uh, Iguodala. Yes. Right? So they had uh, Steph, Clay, and Draymond were all draft picks. Mm -hmm. And you don't see that much anymore. Well, Oklahoma City had it too, where it was Durant. Harden and fucking Westbrook, yeah. And Steven Adams. And, and like Steven all, Adams, yeah. all these guys were drafted. It's smart. And Serge Ibaka, shit. They had a fucking squad over there. Boy, it's smart if you're a great GM. Um, I, I was blown away by that because I don't know how that makes your team better in Houston. I mean, I guess he's younger, but you're going to be fighting for He doesn't ball. play defense. No. Now you have two guys in the backcourt that don't play defense instead of just one. Cause and see, you don't like to – well, I mean, Westbrook. He's not going to play any defense. No, he's not going to play any defense. But CP3 plays decent defense. Yeah. I mean, now that he's older, it's a little slower, but Westbrook and Harden do not play defense. No. And that's what concerned me with Russell and Steph Curry in the backcourt because right. who, who plays defense against guards? I know. Um, shit. So, I, look, you got the, those two guys there. I will say this. Heart level? Gamer level? Balls level? Brethren? You fucking brethren? You call your... Those two guys? Your dick balls and taint your brethren, right? I do. Okay. I call my dick balls taint and, uh, and part of my asshole. Which part? Uh, the bottom. Mm. Just right by the, right by the lower tip. Uh, the southernmost tip of Southern. it. Wow. My brethren. I call, I call my whole package my brethren. And, you know, you got a lot of fucking hubris on that team now between the two of them. They're both fucking gamers, and uh, they're going to be jacking up shots from all over. It'll be fun to watch. It wor and, and look, it worked in Oklahoma City. But what about at this point in your career, this late in your career? I don't know, and I don't remember how they played together when they were in Oklahoma City. I mean, Harden was a fifth man then. Yeah. So, uh, from what I remember... It was almost like a Curry and Thompson situation where Westbrook played the entire first quarter and then came out at the beginning of the second, and, and then KD came back in. He like left around eight minutes in the first and then came back into the first, kind of like Clay and Steph did for all those years. Yep. And if that was the case, then Harden probably spent most of his time playing with KD and not with Westbrook. 
So they probably don't have a ton of minutes together. Their games don't complement each other. They're both ball dominant guys at all. And uh, I don't remember. Like, do you think? I know uh, it doesn't translate through time like this, but do you think the Bulls ever would have considered trading Scottie Pippen for another ball dominant fucking guard or even small four to no. stretch three? No, like there's no way, right? No, because they knew that Jordan was that guy. Yeah. So is there? I, I can't think of any really good examples other than the Warriors recently where two ball-dominant people play in the court at the same time and both have good success. I I can't remember it. And, you know, it's going to be fun to watch this year because there's a lot of parody now in the NBA. And there's a lot of these. Now there is, yeah. Yeah, now there is. And there's a lot of these two superstar teams. And I don't know about three. Superstar I mean, teams. if you consider Draymond Green a superstar, I don't. I don't. I think he's the best role player in the NBA, but he's not a superstar, right? Yeah. I mean, he's not going to take a game over and start scoring points. No. And, and, and look, we're, we're still not done yet because Paul, Chris Paul is going somewhere. We don't know where it is. To me, I, look. I don't think anybody's got any of the major teams with two superstars already has cap space to take on his contract. They're right? talking about taking away some of this contract. This is what the Thunder saying. Hey, man. You give us some picks, and we'll take care of forty million or, or yeah, something. Yeah, but that doesn't affect the cap, though. Right. So, uh, is there a world where the Lakers could clear enough cap with some type of salary? Because that, to me, that's maybe the, that's the best fit. But for they would, them, they to would, be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, it is. But they would have to give up more than picks. They would have to give up somebody like Kuzma. Well, they have nobody pick wise. No, not for the next ninety years or so. I don't think if I'm the Lakers, I don't give up Kuzma. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that team right now at all. CP3 is, is, is older, but yeah. I, I think if he was the point guard of the Lakers, they, they could definitely get over the hump and probably win If the he title. can stay healthy. If he can right? stay healthy, Because yeah. he hasn't the last several years, right. and now he's going to be, I think, 35 going into this year. What are the chances he's going to be healthy all year? Probably right. super low. Yeah. And then, I mean, you, have, you still have Rondo on the team, so he can eat up a lot of minutes. LeBron's going to sit a lot. He'll probably play 55 games this year, my guess. 55, I, I, maybe 60. I, if they're smart, yeah. Yeah, maybe 60. Uh, so there's a lot of minutes over there to be chewed up. I don't know how they piece it together at this point, but who knows, man. I mean, free agency has been wild as fuck this year, and it's not over yet. No, and this is, this is the craziest year we've ever had. And it's only going to get crazier now that the players have this much yeah. say in where, in where they want to go and what the they want to do. The only time I can remember it being this big of a circus was the decision year with LeBron, but it was just him. It was just him. Like, he made a spectacle out of it. It wasn't that so many different people were changing spots. So many fucking superstars have changed teams. This but, like, Bosch came in the next day, and it was, that, and yeah. it was kind of over after that. But yeah. this, this just isn't ending. And it's great for the NBA because they're dominating the headlines. And uh, it's, it, that is absolutely true. I mean, it's, it's definitely Everything got the fans else has excited. been non-existent at this point, including the NFL, which is really fucking hard to do because players are reporting for camp left and right now. Yeah, or not reporting, um, and which, then, of, then of course there's golf. Yeah, Brooks Kepka. Do you see him today? Kepka practice. Kepka. Brooks Kepka said today that he doesn't practice for non-majors. He just shows up at plays. <laughs> Did you see this shit? No, it that's happened great. while you were on a plane. I was today. on the plane. Yeah, yeah. Just got I, off. I'm just waiting for the Brooks Kepka, Allen Iverson memes. I like I him, dude. I yeah, like he's that, a shit talker, man. That's what like, look, golf t- needs it. Tiger Woods never openly talks shit to people. Yeah, but his game talks shit. The swagger and all that shit. Uh, I love that. I love when dudes are fucking running their mouth. 
And Same. I, I like it when they win, and I like it when they lose. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Just, like, bring some excitement to the game. We're in 2019 now. Yeah. It's the, it's the age of social media. You can't just go out there and play anymore. It's great. Hey, look, he's great for the game. I did not hear that uh, being on the plane. I yeah. barely escaped Hurricane Barry, Dan, yeah, to barely, get back, yeah. race back here to the <laughs> studio. So we're going to be dropping this episode a little later tonight. But uh, I, I, look, I like that he said that, man. Um, I think you need more, more of these guys like that. The problem is golf is so hard. You know, we were talking about it with pro- professional bowling as well, why you can't get a superstar in it. It is so fucking hard that it's, it's rare that a player can dominate like a Tiger Woods has or like a Jack Nicholas has. Um, yeah. It's just well, a, it's a once-in-a-generation player. So far, Kapka has been on a good run, though, man. And he's, he's yeah, fun. He's the British well. Open is coming up, what? This, is, it, is it this weekend? Um, I don't know. I believe it is. But he, the thing with, like you're saying with golf, it's, uh, every course is different. So maybe your game works on one course but not on another. And if it's like one or two out of the four majors, that limits your possibility of winning to just that segment against the field of like, what, 70 fucking people? Yeah, and it's funny you bring that up. That, that's, it almost feels like, like that's what Tiger Woods did this year. Oh, yeah. He I, picked I'm his putting slots. all yeah. into the major, uh, into uh, the Masters. Um, as far as the majors go, and that's it. Because uh, he's, you know, he's not practicing either. He's not even practicing for non-majors. I wouldn't, he, he did say this week that it's taken a lot out of him, that Masters win. Um, what, do you so, mean, what did he mean by that, taking a lot out of him? I, I think with all of the pressure he was under and the victory and kind of getting off of that high, you yeah. know, uh, at his age, trying to get it back together again, because he should be practicing more. Uh, over the weekend, Serena Williams lost again in the finals yeah. uh, of another major at Wimbledon. She got fucking housed. It wasn't like, oh man, you lost in three sets in a tie break. She's got to be the most athletic woman to ever play professional tennis, and even she in her early 30s right now. No, she's mid- late 30s. She's mid-30. at uh, oh. 37 right now. That's Venus. Uh, no, the Venus is 39. Is she really? Yeah. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? I mean, so the point is then, in your mid to late 30s, no matter what sport you're playing, it's fucking downhill. Yeah, Even and, and, golf. And you wouldn't think it would be with Her golf. first comment was, after she lost, she said, look, I think I'm going to have to start playing more tournaments to get in, in better game shape than what I'm doing now uh, because I'm not winning these majors. And she's right. She's lost, what? I, I don't think she's won since she's had a baby. I know that much. And I, don't I believe know. she's played in three and lost them all. And this, again, this wasn't even close. I think it was 6-2, 6-2. Um, and the then final? You, you flip over to the men's side, and you have Federer uh, at 37. Yep. And, uh, and Djokovic, which was the greatest, fi- you know, probably final in, in the history of it was. I actually uh, wasn't watching it. And then you fucking text me like, hey, are you watching this? I'm like, no. Hey, so I up, turned yeah. it on like, holy shit. I know. That was a great fucking match. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's amazing what Federer's been able to do at this age. I haven't seen... He's uh, still winning majors. Like, who did... Pete Sampras retired at, like, 29. I know. Agassi stayed into his 30s, but he wasn't great I think with 30s. sports medicine, how everything has changed, yeah. and even Djokovic is just like, look, man, I had to change my diet. I was fucking around too much when I was younger. Yeah. Um, he's... Because he's 33, and he looks great. Uh, he is the best in the world right now, and uh, it's amazing that him and Federer and, and Nadal have still played at a high level. I think with sports medicine, you're able to do it. I, man, I'm... I'm still going to say Serena's Imagine, on the juice, man. Oh, yeah. And well, I, think, I think when she had the baby, she had to get off of it. And maybe. in particular, when you're breastfeeding, you can't do that. Yeah, so. it takes a little time to come back. Correct. Yeah, maybe. 
And that's just a, a guess. I have no idea. I know the one story where, you know, she locked herself in the, oh, yeah. the panic room <laughs> when the drug testers came. Didn't They made fun of this on Ballers. Do you watch that show on HBO? No, did they really? Yeah. So I think it was uh, the guy was like a wide receiver or some shit, and they were like knocking on his door, and he's hiding in his house like, hey, you got to come get me, bro, or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. I didn't realize it until after the fact because I didn't know that story about Williams. Yeah. And then I heard about it. I'm like, oh, that's what they were fucking referencing right there. It's yeah. Hilarious. By the way, that show is pretty good. The Rock is great, and Rob Corddry is super funny, too. You should watch it. <sighs> It's I, I, I gave it a, I, I gave it like one or two. I was all right. You can't go one or two episodes on a show like it's that. all right. You know, I look, I'm one of those people, though, who I watch Entourage. I hated it, but I watched every episode. I've never seen a single episode of that okay. show. That, that's what it was like to me. It felt like a sports version of Entourage. Mm. Uh, I watched Ar- I watched Arliss back in the day. Yeah. Remember that show? God, the guy's a dick in real life. By oh, the way. yeah. He's a piece of shit. The worst. What's his name? Robert something? Uh, uh, Robert. Wool. That's yeah. It. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. A, he is a giant dickhole. God damn it, man. <laughs> uh, one of my first gigs in LA, I was a waiter at the fucking Emmys, and he, I had him mm-hmm. for one of my tables, and uh, he clapped in my face. Hey, hey, what, what, whose dick do I got to suck to get, a, get some meat around here? And I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, easy, Arliss. You know, honestly, that kind of sounds like the way you treat wait staff now. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I don't. Uh, look, because I was a waiter for a very long time. And uh, I'm always thoughtful and polite for that exact reason. Because yeah. once you go back to that kitchen, hombre, oh yeah, you start talking shit. It's the to fucking your waiter, Thunderdome back there, dude. I'm polite as fuck. Um, I'll talk shit after we get out of the oh, restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Not in it. I, I worked. I worked in the service industry too long, man. Um, <laughs> at numerous places to to do that. But uh, yeah, man, we got some sponsors who pay for this whole fucking shit wagon to be on the air. Uh, before we get into the bigness of it, the bigness of the show, uh, first up, we got uh, obviously mybookie.com. They're on for the yeah. year. Uh, they're building us our own personal URL. All your bets will be 100 uh, to 3,000, automatically doubled. Do that starting in August 1st. R- right now with this shit, man, I mean, again, we want you guys to win, which is why we did not think they would renew our contract, and they did. Um, yeah. We want you to win. Do not bet on baseball. It's just, it's for fucking junkies and you can't, you can't predict it. It's 162 games, man. There's a lot of weird, small shit that you can bet on if you're into that. If you're just bored, then yeah, go ahead. But don't put any real money on anything other than series. Like series and the postseason you can bet on. Yes, the postseason 100%. Yeah. I, I, will, I will give you the postseason all day long. Yep. Bet on the home run derby or something By the way, I like called that. the entire postseason last year. But I was wrong about who would get in. But once we had it established, I was right about everything. You were. Uh, I, I will say this. I am almost perfect in all my picks thus far for the postseason. And I feel the real good about it. The season's not over yet, fuckface. I feel real good about it. Eh, we're in July. I, look, you take a team like the Dodgers, they're not going anywhere. Like Milwaukee is collapsing right now. Yeah. Their starting pitching sucks. sucks. I thought they were going to be – I thought it was going to be – I think the, but I think the, the wild card, I think they'll be good enough. I think they'll make it. We'll see, yeah. I think they'll we'll make see. it. But, uh, but rate, e- yeah. either way, that's, again, that's a perfect example. Like, yeah. Milwaukee, they're at home. You know, you're betting these weird games. Don't do it. I, and no, no other sports show or host will ever tell you to do that. Oh, hey, fucking don't. No, no man, I don't want to see you guys lose money at home. I, betting on fucking baseball is, is junky shit, and yeah. so is uh, NHL. Well, you Regular can, season NHL. You, I mean, I... I Sometimes I'll bet on golf. 
But I only yeah, bet. Yeah, but I, I bet on but like, go for the long shots. Yeah, yeah, if a guy's a long shot, yep. and, and there aren't really any. There's never any. The favorite right now to win is fucking Rory McIlroy, and it's plus eight fifty. So it's like no one is ever. A, a minus in a golf tournament. No, ever. no, no, no. And, and like, look, R- Rory's great for for the Open. I, I believe it's in Ireland. Um, so he's is. going home. Yeah, it is. Oh, Rory, he's going home. But uh, I, that, that's why these next couple weeks are going to be slow because it's it's junky shit. Save your money, man. You know, if you want to throw like ten or twenty on the over of a game or something like that. Yeah. Because like, uh, typically, when a guy like Clayton Kershaw is pitching for LA or, or one of the big pitchers like Degrom or somebody like that. The odds are so shitty anyways. Yeah. You'd have to bet like five grand to win, you know, a few shekels. So don't do it. But uh, special shout out to mybookie.com. We're back with them for an entire year. Uh, and they're also building some really fun shit for us to do. Uh, one of the things we, in our meeting with them, Dan, was uh, the pickums on Sunday where you go through all of the NFL teams. Yeah. So we're in for that. Yeah, we'll, with we'll keep doing that. Yeah, By the way, so, we were 75% on that last year. So. Yeah, re- I mean, really, really crushed, and it was great. So uh, looking forward to it. A lot of players moved, uh, teams, and, uh, you know, we had a couple locks too because in, uh, in two weeks um, we're going to do our, our uh, NFL way too early season predictions yeah. and our over-under for all the teams for what they're projected to Wins, do for yeah. the year. And I had one lock last year. I'll have a I'll have a lock this year, and it might be the same team, the Chiefs again, but different. No, different choices. I don't. Different who was choices. your lock last year? Uh, my lock last year was Cleveland Browns plus. It was four and a half wins. Was there. oh, we, we took the plus. We said six, right? What did yeah. they end up winning? Yeah, yeah, we we won way on that. But uh, Cleveland Browns this year, currently, and and we'll see if this stays. Is What's the over under? Ten and a half. Ooh, I. <laughs> So I'm not betting that. I was on the I was on the plane today, and people were texting me about Cleveland because they're about yeah. to report for camp here pretty soon. And uh, mm. they were like, "Yeah, Browns, thirteen and three. And I was like, "Yo, have you seen that schedule? Yeah, that schedule's tough. I mean, you I might think I want to take a peek. sees at it. If it all comes together, I definitely think they can win eleven games. But I wouldn't bet the farm. I do it. too. But it's going to come down to that last fucking game. Yeah. I'm I'm going to take I'm going to take the under on that. But uh, that's the fun of it. That's where we're going to get it to in, uh, in two weeks. And, uh, and yeah, man, we should have the college football odds out as well. Yep. Give me a fucking blast. Uh, next up, we got buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros. Headphones, brother. Video show. Check out these peeps, dude. Um, I've been killing these for months now, man. Yeah, they're, I think they're on through the end of the year too, man. Everybody loves them. Yeah, they do. I mean, we see them I've seen them everywhere. I just didn't so know, man. It's crazy, yeah. I didn't know. Um, best in the biz. So we tried to make a deal with iTunes for, for Beats by Dr. Dre to get cheaper headphones. They said no. Uh, reached out to Raycon, and they were like, yeah, fuck yeah, man. Because it's hard to find an affordable wireless headphone today. And uh, Raycon, dude, if you go to buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros, it knocks them down from 70 to 50, and uh, you can sweat with these things. You, you put it in the box. How long does it recharge for? Um, so I, like think, five I think hours active time player. is five. Yeah. And then like 200. I don't know. what's 2,000 hours is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And all you do is you stick them in this box. Boom. You're good to go. And uh, they recharge That's pretty right. fucking quickly, man. Yeah. Five hours of playback and 2,000 hours of standby time. Yep. That's a lot. Um, and, and these actually fit in your shit. I don't, man. I can't wear those white fucking cum drops. The AirPods? Yes. Yeah. I hate those goddamn things. A lot of people. I mean, they make a silicone thing that goes over the top of it. 
but even that doesn't really keep them in your ear that well. No, I don't dig them, man. These are the these are the ones I've liked. If you're uh, if you're moving around when you're using them, I would recommend something like this for sure. And luckily, all the users like them too. So go to yeah. buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros today and get on that shit. Get your dick wet. Get your dick wet. Uh, last but not least, we got boxofawesome.com. It is a box of awesome things for dudes. It is. That's it why is. they call it Box of Life. That's just great marketing, isn't it? It is, it is great marketing. It's Bespoke Post. They have the best products out there. They, yeah. ca- they kind of, uh, uh, it's almost like your, one of your favorite wineries that gets a bunch of different wines from different companies together and sends them all out at once. They grab all these different products that go together, package them in a bundle, and fucking ship them out to you all the time. It's fucking great. Yeah. It's the it, best in the biz. You take a little five question, questionnaire thing, and they send you a personalized box every month. Yeah. You know, 45 bucks. Promo yep. code Drinking Bros at boxofawesome.com. 20% off your first box. Love those guys. Yeah. I, I'm actually waiting on my new one to come in. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I'm kind of, I'm wet waiting for it. Wet I know. With, wet with anticipation. It's, it's one of those box. things you, just, you wait for it every month. Uh, yeah. I want that fucking cast iron skillet, bro. Um, I'll sell you mine. I saved, by the way, I, I know I said last but not least, but, but I saved ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros for the end again. Um, I hit up, I just talked to them today. They're keeping those 4th of July deals going. Really? Yes. So, go. Like, dude, it's been fucking several weeks now. Because they started like three weeks before 4th of July. Like, with two weeks, shit. three yeah. weeks. And I was like, yeah. dude, are you guys really doing this? They're like, yes, we are. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Get yourself a mattress. If you're military or first responder, 15% off at the bottom of the page. One of them, hey, they're giving away the, the free pillows again. They're back. Yeah, I saw that. Actually, with our deal... I was just dicking around with it yesterday because I'm getting ready to buy a new bed for my new place. Here. Yeah, you get a pimp-ass place in downtown yeah. Wilmington. Yeah, it's very nice. Looks over the river. You're going to be laying that dick down a lot of places. That's indeed. Brother. So uh, the, the pillows are back. Yes. So you get a fucking bed. You get the pillows back. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, best, best in the biz at ghostbed.com forward slash Shingon Bros. And again, man, regular human. Fourth of July deals are still going on. Military first responder, 15 percent off forever and as always 36 months pay as you go program no interest no one's offering them on the internet again man i keep saving them for for the end man because they keep they keep having this fourth of july deal i'm like yeah all right cool brother ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today uh again we're going to answer all your questions at the end uh so if you're live on youtube subscribe uh ask us whatever you want and we'll save those for the end um Big, big story here in the WNBA. <laughs> the domestic violence thing? Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I never thought I would see this, honestly. Ever in a million years. Um, Ever uh, in a million years, so, <laughs> a woman got banned 10 games for domestic violence. To me, that doesn't seem like very much. How long are their seasons? I actually don't know. Did she beat a fucking chick or a dude? Do you know that? She was arrested. Oh, her ex-girlfriend. She, yeah. Yeah. She was arrested on felony charges of burglary with, a, with assault or battery and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without the intent to kill, which means she didn't hit her in the head with it or anything. But wow. She definitely, she definitely went to the body with some fucking blunt object. Like, and that only gets you 10 games. Apparently, yeah. I mean, in the NFL, it gets you the whole season. And, yeah, no shit. But then you're Greg Hardy and you end up in the UFC and it's all good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's actually fighting this weekend in uh, San Antonio. Is he really? Yep. Wow. Yeah, uh, is fight. he on UFC card? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, he's fighting his ex-wife, I think. Is it, is it Santos who's fighting this weekend? 
I don't know who he's fighting. I just saw it. Not Greg up. Hardy, but I believe the the main card is. Uh, this is, is a smaller fight. This is on ESPN four. Oh, is it really? Yeah, the Quattro. It's, like, it's half the Ocho, so <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't quite made it yet. Although we did see him live in uh, at the Contender Series last year, and he fucking destroyed. He hit some guy so hard. Like uh, when you, I don't, I don't rush somebody. I don't know if you guys have been to actual UFC fights before. But when you wa- when you're this close away, like fucking yeah. feet away, and you see two heavyweight guys fighting, and they were both former professional football players, Greg Hardy and then the guy that used to play for Tampa Bay, I think. Yeah. Or Jacksonville, maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember. yeah. But he, they were swinging each other so hard. I'm like, somebody is gonna fucking die. I know. Holy shit, it was great, and he knocked that guy the fuck out too. Uh, I was incorrect. It's Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar. Oh, uh, that's, that's a, gonna good be a great fight. one. Wait, Frankie Edgar. Yeah. How old is he? Ninety. No, he's four, he's four years old. Um, and then the it's so it's a co-main event. Cyborg's on it, dude. I think that's her last one under contract. If memory yeah. serves me correct, because she's she going wants to be agent. a free agent yeah. after that. Um, she's fighting Felicia Spencer, which I don't look, know who that is. She's seven or no, I, obviously an up and comer, mm-hmm. but uh, she wants no part of that Nunez rematch. I would imagine, right? I don't think anybody wants a piece of Nunez right now. No, no, they don't. Um, so. Uh, I, I'm amped about it. I'm, I'm amped about that card, but uh, and then the contender series started again. Yeah, yeah, I've been checking it out. It's not quite as we we were lucky to get in the first few seasons because it was just the fighters, the families, and a couple of fucking people like us. Yeah, and it was like maybe a hundred people in the whole building. Now it's like they moved it to a new gem and it's going to be bigger because ESPN's there and ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's not. It's not like it was before. Like last year when we were there. You just fucking walk up and talk to the fighters afterwards. Hey, what's up, buddy? And talk to Dana and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Now it's I don't. It's not gonna be like that again. Uh, is think. is Black Rifle sponsoring this, this not year? Not this year. No. Gotcha. No. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming because of ESPN, they took over and did a bunch of. Well, we, I'm sure they could have, but just not to get into it, but. Uh, all the stuff they run as promotional material for this year came from last year, so you kind of get two years out of one spend. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Huh. It's, right. a, it's a strategy. Makes sense. Yeah, no, I get it. There's I a, get it. I understand it. There's a small chance we know, I, I we know what we're it. doing over there. Um, <laughs> want to talk about the, the Oklahoma Sooners here. So, you know, college football is obviously uh, in full swing. They're practicing right now. Yep. Jalen Hurts, uh, they're saying he still hasn't won the job at Oklahoma. Do you think that's a motivational tactic? I don't know, man. I hate that shit. Yeah, just give him the ball and... and and hype him up. That's it. That's what a kid like that needs. He doesn't need, this isn't the fucking NFL where you have to fucking fuck with people's heads and prove shit. No, give him the ball and, and hype him up. Cause he's, the, his whole career has been about not getting that support. Right. Right. Like the whole time he was, uh, he was, uh, there before fucking two was like on his heels. Right. I was really surprised by that. Uh, and they, you know, they've made a big story out of it, but, uh, uh, and he looks thinner by the way. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. So is he, is he trying to run less? Is he trying to run more? It's hard for me to picture an Oklahoma offense where somebody isn't slinging it, but, you know, Kyler Murray ran his ass off. So yeah, who knows what they're going to do. But to come out and say, hey, he hasn't won yet it was, was pretty surprising. It's going to be transfers all around um, at, at a lot of these big schools. Uh, you got Tate Martell at Miami, which we're going to go to that game. Yeah, Miami versus Florida. And we got two live shows, uh, August 23rd. 
Yep. We're having a house party. Oh, yeah. Um, you can join Dringer Bros podcast uh, page on Facebook for that. And, uh, that one's and then good. the next day we're at Tactical Brewery <laughs> for the college football kickoff. Yep. And uh, we'll be getting the house there before the Miami What's, Florida what time game. Does but Miami's start? got Tate Martell. They've got a, a transfer quarterback. Yep. I don't know if I'm, – I'm assuming he would start. He's a phenom. He was Ohio State's backup, but Ohio State ended up getting the other biggest phenom, Justin yeah. Field, um, who's you know more than likely going to be theirs. Uh, the the kickoff of that game is at seven o'clock. So we're going to start the live show at like noon. noon? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, noon to five. We'll be at Tactical Brewery. And we'll be getting fucking house with you, and you can pop on down. Uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, look, Mayfield's already been talking shit about this Oklahoma. Texas series. So. I like it, man. I like him as a shit talker. I don't know if I like him as an NFL quarterback yet, but I definitely like him as a shit talker. Yeah, I, it'll be fun, man. I, I, I don't see a world in which Jalen Hurts isn't starting for Oklahoma. I, re, I really I don't, don't know who they're back. Unless mentally he has another collapse like he did in that national championship a couple years yeah, back. Yeah, possible. Uh, who knows? But, I mean, is that a mental collapse or is it just like we saw what Clemson's defense did this last year too. Right. So – is Tua mentally weak too, uh, or is we'll Clemson's defense that fucking good? I think they. I think Hertz got blamed for a lot of shit that may or may not have been his fault. Like Clemson's very good at defense. They had a great game plan when Tua came in. It fucked up their game plan a little bit. Yep. Uh, but uh, when they had two weeks to prepare for him this past year, what happened? He got fucking drilled into the ground, man. He, he got absolutely rocked. Like that um, game, it was. It was never in doubt in my mind who was going to win that game at any point. So I don't know. I think Hurts, after last season, we should really reevaluate what happened the season prior to that. Yes. In that finals, my opinion. I think he carries a lot of stigma, like, oh, Tua took his job in the national championship. Yeah, he mixed it up, and Clemson didn't expect that to happen, so they weren't prepared for it. Sure, it happens. But when they were prepared for him, they fucking smashed that guy. So Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens this year. Uh, one of the other interesting stories about Alabama that came out was uh, mm. that Nick Saban apparently was considering leaving Alabama to coach Texas. Um, and, and that's, according to a, like a prominent source at Texas, um, he looked at leaving after the 2012 season to go to Texas. Mm. So, I look, long time ago, obviously, but... Uh, they said we had a call from his agent, um, and they had a conversation with Saban and his agent. And he said, look, he's a business guy. Uh, he's what you would call a turnaround artist, Yeah, is what he said. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's not a long-term CEO. He'd go somewhere and fix it, win, and move on. He knows he'll never catch Bear Bryant's legacy at Alabama, uh, but he'd like to create his own leg- legacy, and he'd win more national championships at more schools than anyone else, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, he's already done that at LSU. He's already done that at Alabama. He knows he could win a national championship at Texas. He knows he can. And that's what he said back in 2012. And yeah. I, I'll be honest, I believe it. There's a lot of talent in Texas. Well, he's got a there, lot. There's a, the, a, yes. You don't even have to recruit outside the state yeah, in Texas. You really don't. Uh, and B is that, uh, man, he's got a gravity when it comes to recruits. I don't yeah. like he he's never been in any like major major trouble with regard to fucking around there. I don't think, right? No. Uh my question is this though. It, it, let's say he loses this year to Clemson, right? Um and and when we do our college football show, I'll have an even more surprising 
pick out of the SEC this year. Uh, but let's say he loses again. Let's say he gets embarrassed. Like, because that was an embarrassing loss. To it Clemson. was, yeah. They got their fucking panties pulled down. Does he leave and possibly consider going somewhere else? I think he has to at that point. Like a USC. Yeah. Somebody's going to go to USC soon. Or if Tom Herman has a shitty year at Texas, yeah. um, you know, he could easily roll back to Texas if he wanted to. But I, look, I think that USC job is probably Urban Meyer. A bunch of people have hit me up and asked me that of like, hey. What's his health like, though? It's the same. It's the same as it's been for 10 years. And the problem is this. He's a junkie. He loves the coach. Um, and I, I personally think, yes, it'll take two years off and then he'll go back. But the only places that are left for somebody like him would be a Notre Dame, a USC, or a Texas. And that's it. He's not going to the SEC. I can promise you that. He does not want that competition. No. Um, so I don't think he'll go to the ACC either because he doesn't want to go up against Dabo. I mean, no? why would Dabo's 49 years old? He's got lots of years left. Well, plenty of years yeah. left. And, um, and in fact, that brings up that question. And he hates Tom Herman from Texas. So if Tom Herman stumbles and has a shitty year, yeah. and he reaches out and says, hey, man, I'm going to come in and, and coach Texas, I think Texas would back up the truck and do it. And I also think USC would do it because uh, California is the same way. They get a ton of talent. In a lot California. of money too. Yep. We'll see what happens. I don't know, man. Uh, do you think? What about Dabo? Do you think he's in Clemson for the long haul? Is he going to be a fucking yes? Bobby, uh, the Bobby the deal Bowden? he just signed was something crazy. What was it? Ten years or yeah, something? It's a long like that. deal. But that I mean, you can get fired at any time in those jobs. You can. I, you I have just, to lose at some point to get fired. I guess. But. I don't see it. I, and and here's my reasoning behind it. I never thought Clemson would ever be a powerhouse in football. I, re- I just I didn't think the, the school was big enough. No. Um, and it's in South Carolina. It's kind of in a weird part of the states. Uh, to me, if I'm a kid, right? When I, and look, I've gone through the recruiting process, mm-hmm. and you have too for, for different sports. For football, like I remember taking a, a recruiting trip to, to Tennessee with a volunteers play, right? I've been shitty for 20 years now at this yeah. point. Um, but back then they were pretty good. They were. And this was, well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This was, you know, uh, what the fuck was that kid's name? Leak? Was it Tim Leak? No, that was Florida's quarterback. Got T. Martin. I'm sorry, mm. T. Martin was okay. the guy that uh, that ended up getting them that title that year. When you go to that campus, not only are you greeted with some of the hottest women on the planet. You're talking about Tennessee, yeah, yeah. Um, but the stadium itself and the this, the the game that they gave me tickets to was Tennessee, Georgia. Under the, the lights back then, that was a big one, bro. Yeah, under the lights uh, at Tennessee. Seeing the whole entire day of partying, tailgating, the women. Yeah. Uh, there's a river right behind the stadium where you can pull all the rich-ass alumni was pulling boats up to it. Yeah. I if mean, I'm a kid, I'd be dazzled by that. Like, that, I understand, like, Ohio State, right? Yeah. You walk into that stadium. The campus is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really is, like, out of a fucking magazine. And then you walk into that stadium, and you're like, all right, this is incredible. Uh, you go to Texas. It's the same way. Yeah, you roll into Texas Stadium, you're like, "Holy shit, this is unbelievable!" Um, so there's teams that I'm, I, I don't know, I'm surprised that aren't very good anymore with what they have to offer. Tennessee is is one of them at the top of the list. Uh, Notre Dame, I, I, they just can't get their shit together. No, they, that would be one if uh, I think if if they backed up the truck for Urban to go. I to I mean, Notre, Notre Dame, Dame hasn't, they haven't won multiple championships in five years since 
like the fucking 60s, right? They haven't won a championship since 88. Yeah. So. Well, I'm just saying, like, they haven't been a content, a serious contender for like half a decade. For right. a very, they've been, very they've long been time. in a couple title games and they got trounced. Yeah. Um, a couple playoff games. Clemson's not a bad place to be, though. I mean, but, but Clemson, to me, it's not. It's just so small. I'm surprised that it's become a powerhouse for football. Yeah. Alabama. I've been to Alabama numerous times. And again, you walk into to Bryant Stadium and it's, uh, you know, 90,000 plus. Yeah. You got all the women. You got all the, the whole shit. Like Alabama's got everything you need to, to offer somebody. Yeah. Uh, to me, Clemson is kind of like an Auburnish type school. A little bit, yeah. I mean, but there's in that general region, there's not that many better places to play. Like, no, if, you can go to Virginia back in the day. That would have been okay, but not really. Georgia, yeah. Georgia's all the way down in Athens. It's too far from Atlanta, I think. To, it's about a, it's it's about a two hour drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Alabama's got a great place to play, and now that Greenville is such a nice place, Greenville, South Carolina, where I grew yeah. up, is such a nice place. I think that helps for sure. I mean, it's like Greenville's like, uh, it's like almost like Wilmington actually, but bigger. Yeah, and, and, and I, I think college football it really goes to show you it is all about the coaching. It and, is and yeah. how you you're able to recruit because look, Dabo's able to do it at Clemson, so no, I don't think he's going anywhere. So you uh, think if, he's if a Bobby he lo- Bowden and he's a fucking lifer. Yeah, I, if he loves it there, it's great. I think, I think the only way he would possibly leave, and this is just purely hypothetical, is if Saban stepped down mm-hmm. and they said, hey, come back to your alma mater and coach Alabama. What do you think about the NFL for him? I don't, think he, I don't know about him as a head coach. I could see him as a defensive coach. But why, why do that? If you're, if you're the greatest, because to me, he's the greatest head coach in college football right now. Yes. Why leave? I don't know. Why leave to become a defensive coordinator? If you're, if you're going to coach the team, great. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he's – I don't know because it's different. He's an inspiring, motivating guy. <clears throat> I can see him coaching he is, but, in the NFL. But the NFL is more about managing personalities than it is about being inspiring as a coach. Like, your linebackers are inspiring to your defense right. for the most part. It's not the coach <laughs> out there screaming at people that inspires people these days anyways. Right. And the players have – so like we talked about, they have so much fucking power now to – shape their own team and their own destiny which isn't necessarily a bad thing it just has side effects i don't know if a guy like sweeney, sweeney who depends on his ability to communicate one-on-one with guys i don't know i don't know if it works but it'd be nice to see it like i would love to see it as an experiment but i don't want yeah. to believe, i don't want to believe clemson because it's super exciting right now i mean look even even saban gave it a shot at the nfl with the dolphins it was a disaster but uh yeah. he gave it a shot and he, and at least he knew um, part of me wonders if he hasn't already had these conversations with Saban. You're talking about Sweeney? Yeah. Yeah, he probably Because, has. you know, you look at Urban Meyer. Urban, Urban never went to the pros, and he, he easily could have. Yeah. I mean, they were, the Browns were after him for a long time at Ohio State, and uh, I think there was a part of them that he probably had a conversation with somebody and said, hey, man, what's the difference? And they were like, yo, man, you're up against a bunch of overpriced assholes who yeah. were – uh, trying to dictate what they want to do and say they're going to sit out. I mean, you, you take what's going on right now and uh, with the Chargers with Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, give me a new deal or I don't show up. And Le'Veon Bell showed mm-hmm. la- Like, honestly, if I were the other owners in the league and Pittsburgh isn't paying Le'Veon Bell, I'm calling them every day, pay that motherfucker because se- he's going to set a bad precedent and other- our players are going to do it next year. And we may see it with Gordon this year. Yeah. Like, if Gordon sits out this year, we have Le'Veon Bell to blame for that. Yeah, and he was one of those people who they found this 
interview clip of him before last season when he was sitting there watching uh, Sports Center with his, with his family yeah. while, while Le'Veon Bell was going through the whole thing. And his dad goes, do you think Le'Veon Bell is coming back? And he goes, no, I do not. And this was before anybody. And he goes, why not? And he goes, I, I wouldn't risk it and hurt. He's like, you got one more deal. Yeah. Right now. People Melvin thought he Gordon was crazy this- for giving up $13 million. Yeah. But he didn't give up $13 million. He traded $13 million for 37, six, for, yeah, yeah for 37 guaranteed plus. I mean, if he hits his numbers like 55 or something. Yeah. It's, to me, that's math. And it's math. your last contract. That's math. That's and all so it is, yeah. When, when I'm looking at Melvin Gordon's situation right now, they're the same age. He's the same age as Le'Veon Bell was. I can easily see him sitting out oh, yeah. the season and saying, Especially Fuck you, I'm done. with the Chargers. Yeah. Like you're not going to win there this year. You're not you, going to win a title. You, you may win 10 games, but you're not going to win a title. Yeah. So why not sit out and then fucking shop yourself to a legit contender next year? So I, 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 wouldn't, I would not be surprised if they don't pay him, that if he sits out the entire year. wouldn't shock me. In the, What's in he the, asking for? Do we know? In public, the has he said it No, publicly? but, you know, Gurley signed that big deal in the offseason. So. so if you're him and you want that to happen – because it's not a bad move. You get a year off, rest your body. Yeah. You don't get paid, but you're rich already, and you're going to get a huge fucking contract no matter what next year, and you don't yeah. risk injury. Do you ask for something unreasonable from the Chargers so you know they can't give it to you to force their hand so you can sit out that year and make that happen without looking like an asshole? I mean, you still look kind of like an asshole, but you don't just you don't just give up like OBJ did with the fake injuries. And that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For those of you wondering out there, he was not injured last year. We knew we had insider info. I got invited to that, that fucking dinner with him the night before the game. And I was like, yo, he's not going to play. He's like, he's fucking playing. Yeah. He's doing backflips and he's not doing shit. He's not doing shit. Um, but yeah, with Melvin Gordon, man, I would not be surprised. Look, I don't know any chargers fans, so I don't think we're going to, I don't think chargers fans exist. I don't, I don't either anymore. Yeah. And um, I don't know that this becomes a story for anybody other than people who are actually on the Chargers. But my, my guess, again, way speculating way into the future, if he doesn't get the money, he's going to sit and say, fuck it. I think he's going to request more than what they're willing to give him, and he's going to sit on purpose. I think that's what he wants. Maybe. I, the other part of me, though, looks at him. Like he's not on track to break any career records or anything? No. It's just not going to happen. So no. what's the point of playing this year? If you can sit out of your rest your body in the toughest position on your body in the league I, and then sign a fucking huge-ass deal the next year. Again, I look at him. He's not as great as Le'Veon Bell. No. Um, so, you know, to me, it's kind of a story for fantasy football because he's great in fantasy. But, I, look, the Chargers aren't going to win a title. I'm definitely not going to draft him. <laughs> no. If he's no still way. out... Because that, you know, that happened in one of our leagues. Even, right? if, even, if he, even if they come to some kind of agreement, I'm not gonna, I won't draft him, and here's why. Because he's going to pull the same shit once they start losing later in the season that OBJ pulled this past year. Fuck that. If, he, if they pay him, I think he'll play. If they uh, give him a multi-year deal, then yeah, I will draft correct. him. If they give him correct. a one-year like with more money, no way. Yeah, I don't, I, don't no way. I don't see it. That's a ticking fucking clock right there. I don't see it. Uh, I want to get into baseball here real quick. Um, you you had a, a a great reply to me on on one of our text chains here about the Braves going after a closer, uh, possibly trading one of their starters for a closer. I think they're well. I think they're going to trade Ender Enciarte, plus one of their young starters like Bryce Wilson, who they just called up to because Max Fried went on the, the DL mm-hmm. uh, for a blister on his pitching hand. That's not a big deal or anything. They're just giving him time off, but. Uh, 
I think they package one or more of their young uh, hurlers, one of their fucking hard throwers, um, with Ender Inciarte, who's won two gold gloves, by the way. Yeah. He just struggled early this year because he was hurt, and then they went on the DL, and now he's coming back and all this shit. So he's ready to play very soon. I think he's in a rehab assignment now. It makes a lot of sense for them now before starts, shit starts getting crazy towards the deadline at the end of August to make a deal now. Um, for someone like uh, – Hold on, let me see that guy's name from San Diego who's just lighting it up this year. Um, Kirby Yates. He's got 30 saves this year out of, out of nowhere. Um, but he is, like, on fire. And he's actually getting better as the season goes on. Yep. Um, and, and they look, need, the, they're, they're missing a closer. That's, what the, that's all they're – like, their, bull, their bullpen ERA is number one in the majors since, the, uh, since, like, I think June 10th or something like that. So they've definitely come around. Those bullpen problems that we were having earlier aren't – there anymore they have seven blown saves though in that time yeah that's the fucking problem that's the one last piece that they're missing their defense is very good their offense is incredible starting pitching is good and Keiko's blowing it up right now too i heard a rumor and i won't say where because it would give some shit away but i heard a rumor that the braves are looking to move some minor league guys and maybe some picks for Bumgarner and this Yates guy. Well, look, like they want to go after both of those. Bumgarner guys. right now is is on the he's on the trading he's, block. He's not going to be in San Francisco much longer. I don't think so either. He's it's probably a gamer. Gonna be, probably going to be the Yankees, right? I'd love to have him. He's a gamer. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they can afford him. We can. We're the Braves. Have been, and by if the Liberty way, Media will spend the money. They can yeah. definitely afford him. And, and by the way, we're not talking about the Braves a lot because we're homers. This is genuinely one of the best teams. In, in baseball right now. Uh, I'd spend more time on the Dodgers, but they've been so dominant. They don't need anything. No. They've lost the last two World Series, and uh, I, I'm surprised. Look, we picked them to win the division. I think you picked them to go back to the World Series this year. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be the Dodgers or the Braves. I don't think the Cubs are going to do it. Yeah, I, I, I said the Cubs before the season started. Um, the Dodgers are 63 and 33. Yeah. They're doing everything right. That young talent looks great. Um, and I'm surprised after moving Yasiel Puig and those guys. Uh, but we weren't surprised at this outcome. The next closest team in that division is, is Arizona, and they're 15 games back. Yeah, that one's over. It's over. That's, um, that's, that becomes a problem in its own right, though. Like Mentally. Te- teams yeah. that start to coast towards the end usually yeah. show up to that first round of the playoffs and get butt-fucked out of it. I know. And the Dodgers have a history of losing playoff series. I mean, they, they've done pretty well the last couple of years, but... We'll see what happens. I mean, shit. I like, the, I like it where a team clenches within the last week and a half or so, maybe two weeks of the season. That's what keeps the energy going. The, yeah, the energy going. Yeah. Um, look, Chicago's look good this year uh, thus far. Cardinals, eh, Milwaukee, these are all kind of middle-of-the-road teams here. But uh, the, the fight for the, the, these last wild cards will be interesting. Braves have a, a healthy eight-game lead. Uh, Washington's been a surprise after after losing Harper. Um, They're doing pretty well, yeah. Uh, I mean, they still don't don't forget that they still have fucking uh, Max Scherzer and Patrick Corbin and Steven Strasburg. Right? Oh, look, man, so that's like if if they're able to sneak into the playoffs yeah. with that pitching staff, good luck. I would not want to face them in the first round. I wouldn't either. But to be honest, I mean, you can if you're a, if you're any of the top contending teams, you can match them pitch for pitch because their hitters are fucking bad. Yeah. They're, they're not going to be scoring a whole lot of runs. I mean, 
They have Brian Dozier, who's had a decent year, but he's at 230 and 14 home runs. He's a, usually a 30 or 40 homer guy. So yeah. I mean, even he's having a down year. I don't know if Zimmerman's even getting much playing time right now. I think he's on the DL again. So Look, the, the Yankees knows? are uh, who I thought they exactly would be. I still get the Yankees in the World Series. I think they need one more bat. Uh, totally kidding. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Every guy on there is on pace for 25 home runs on that. Yeah. Every starter. It's crazy. Um, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, one of the big surprises, though, is Tampa Bay. 56 and 40 They have the best pitching in baseball so far this year. Like, every, every three years, yeah. they keep popping back up, man, and make a, a run. Um, Boston's having a tough time with Pedroia that, been, being out and I, possibly honestly, never playing again. I think the Tampa Bay thing is the simulated universe, to be honest. Simworld? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, why? They're good, they're good enough often enough to not get shipped to a different city. Right. Like, come on, man. Something's going on here. It's crazy. Right? It's crazy. Uh, and then the, and in the West, we got, uh, well, look, the Indians are, are six back. I, di- I didn't see the Twins uh, beating the Indians this year, but I had, I had them in the wild card. Either way, they're looking fine. And then the Astros are playing well. We thought the Astros would do really well. Vern Landers yeah. having another great year. Man, he's getting, it's almost like he's getting better with age. I know. It's it's starting to get scary. It reminds me of Maddox. As Maddox was getting older, he's getting better. People forget those first two years with the Cubs. Maddox got fucking hammered. I think the year before his first Cy Young award, he had like a five eighty six ERA or some shit like that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, something clicked, and he had the most dominant like fourteen years of pitching in baseball history. Yeah, it was it it was was crazy, and he was only throwing what eighty eight miles an hour. He would touch ninety, but he he didn't need to. No. Uh, and then the Oakland A's, man. When is when when is somebody like the Cleveland Indians just going to back up the truck for Billy Bean and say, "Hey, man, just get us a fucking championship"? Well, you know, Boston went hard after him. Did they really? Yeah, after that fucking two thousand one season. With uh, Epstein, yeah. yeah, like they wanted him badly, and he was like, "Eh, good." In Oakland, it's so wild. Fucking, I, I mean, his, I, I don't know if his family was there or what, but you can move your fucking family. Honey. I don't either. Uh, how lucky did you get in this life for Brad Pitt is playing you in a. In your own Who do you think pick? is going to play you when you eventually uh, get raped and murdered and left on the side of the road somewhere? Right, right, right. Who's going to play you? I would say probably Forrest Whitaker, right? <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah. It's, it's got to be Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. For or sure. Octavia Spencer. One of those two. <laughs> <laughs> but she's uh, an Academy Award winner, so that's... Yeah. No, so he's fine. I'm sure he'll pull yeah. it off. Just going yeah. whiteface. Forrest Whitaker in <laughs> whiteface. Uh, why not? Um, we want to focus on some betting. Uh, some of you hit us up last show and we're like, Hey man, mm-hmm. uh, we go to mybookie.com. We see a lot of these, uh, numbers for, for gambling. What do they mean? What do they mean? Ross, what does plus 500 mean? Right. What does plus 400 mean? And something like the U S open and things like that. Uh, if you see a plus 400 next to a number, it means if you bet a hundred dollars, you win 400. Yep. Uh, if you see a minus number, like, I, I don't know. I think the Dodgers were like minus 165 tonight. Means you have to win. You have to bet one hundred and sixty-five dollars just to win a hundred. Yep. Your odds aren't that great, which is why we don't tell you to bet on baseball a lot. No. It's very, very pitcher dependent. Mm-hmm. And if you get a guy like Clayton Kershaw who's pitching, um, and again, this is just a. I don't know if he's pitching tonight. I was on a plane today, but uh, if you get a guy like that who's pitching like that, why risk it? Why risk that kind of money to yeah. only win sixty-five dollars? And the other problem with. Um with baseball is there's not a more data driven sport out there right now. Like you, you see the shifts, you see the way they pitch batters. Billy now. Bean is, I is, mean, it's fucking, it's all crazy. algorithms. And, and yeah. the guys setting these 
lines in Vegas, they know this shit too, right? The professionals at that. They know who matches up well with whom and all yeah. this other bullshit. Unless there's some kind of last-minute replacement, no way. You know, the, the, the weird thing about it is I think there's only about four to six guys total in Vegas who make all of these numbers across the board. Yeah, we've had one of them on the show, actually. So wild to me where you're like, man, how do you sit there and do this day after day over and over and over again and get it this close yeah. all of the time? Um, it's, it's phenomenal. They're but, definitely uh, better than meteorologists. Meteorologists yeah. are full of shit. Yeah, but uh, look, for, for some of these Super Bowl prop bets and uh, college football championship prop bets, um, you're going to see different numbers. So you're not going to see the plus 400s. You're going to see like 4 to 1, 10 to 1. Yep. That means you win 10 times your money. So if you put down $100 on a 10 to 1 bet, boom, you're winning a grand. A 10 to 1 is like a plus 1,000, basically. Correct. I mean, if you want to translate between those two numbers, like four, plus 400 is 4 to 1 odds, yep. basically. So. And a lot of people say, I don't understand why it's not universal. I don't understand that either. Um, like you take boxing, for example. Yeah. Boxing is still in like plus 500, plus whatever. Yeah. You never see like four to one, 15 to one, unless you go into the physical casinos themselves. And horse racing is always odds. Odds, yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't know why. Um, um, me neither. But, uh, you know, if you, if you ever see an odd, like obviously one to 90 to one is, you know, 90 times winning your, your money, whatever you put down. Occasionally you'll see like a team like uh, the Clippers who went from, you know, uh, nine to, what was it, nine to five odds or whatever? Yeah. It's basically just under like 1.8 to mm -hmm. one to win. So you're almost doubling your money. Which would be very, very close. By the way, a plus 180. Correct. Just as you're thinking about that, that, that kind of shit helps. Yeah. Um, some of the other things to look forward to uh, betting wise football uh, for, for college and for, uh, for pros. Yep. Uh, that's all spreads. You know, so minus seven. Is well, obviously you can take the money line on those. Yes, you can take the money line, which would be standard odds. But typically what people bet on are spreads in, in these sports. Because if you take the money line, you don't win a lot of money, especially if you're betting a favorite. And there's not a whole lot of parity for most of the no. in, in like college football. You, they, you may play four games a season that are like good matchups and the rest are especially if you're an SEC team. Yeah, the rest are just bullshit. Really, really bullshit. And uh, I, I think I would Alabama is actually opening up against uh, you and I are just going to play them. Who? Alabama. Oh, we're we're just going to play. That's their first game of the season. Just you and I. Alabama's schedule is disgusting. It's pull, so pull, stupid. We'll pull that up during yeah. the thing. It's, it's oh, awful. Yeah, it's bad. They've got it's two really hard games this year. LSU, I think, and Texas A&M. <laughs> um, the rest of it's a joke. It's not great. No. No. But uh, if you're going to bet the money line like Dan was talking about, uh, things to do it in. Um, would be for parlays because uh, you're not going to win a lot if you're you know if you bet Alabama plus the money line and it takes away their spread let's say they're favored by 50 in their opening game which they probably will be it'll be 40 plus for sure right you can take away that thing but you know it would take you a thousand dollars to win like yeah, 80 that. bucks or something so but our buddy our buddy Xander who uh, is part owner of Super Seedwell company that makes these yep. great fucking like superfood uh, like donuts and cupcakes and best uh, cookies, CBD cookies, best CBD, yeah, CBD cookies, cookies I've ever had. Yeah, they're really good. I made fun of CBD forever, and uh, no, finally people are dialing it in. It's great. Superseedwell.com does that shit really, really yeah. well. They're not even but sponsored. They, we no, they're not. But Xander fucking makes a ton of money on uh, on parlays. Yes. That's his thing. For some reason, 
he just feels comfortable betting on those a lot. Five teams, six yeah. teams. It's, yeah. a, it's a lot, and it's very hard to win a parlay, but it can be extremely lucrative. He missed a $65,000 payout by one game. Yeah, and I well, think it was like game, a four yeah. points or some shit like it's that. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's when it makes sense to bet money line. If you're betting a lot of parlays, that'll give you the best shot at winning those parlays is betting the money line. In baseball, again, I wouldn't recommend it until you get to the playoffs. But if you are betting baseball, uh, the run line will help you eliminate some of these pitching odds that are really, really terrible. Again, I'll just use Clayton Kershaw because he's one of the best in the biz. But uh, if you're going against Clayton Kershaw, it's usually about a 165, minus 165, 175, which means you have to bet 175 to win 100. Um, the way to eliminate that big of a, a, a line is to take the run line, which means yeah. you have to win by two. Yep. So win by two runs. Um, which man is really hard in baseball. So you never know. I mean, that you're not just depending on the pitcher at that point. You're you're depending on the offense. Yeah, man. As well, so, I, so I, I, me personally, I have a hard time justifying telling you guys to bet on Major League Baseball that isn't the playoffs mm-hmm. or hockey that isn't the playoffs. Um, just simply because just it's it's too tough and a, to play great night in and night out for 162 games or 82 games in a yeah. NHL it's season. It's a streaky sport. Yeah. Like both actually hockey and uh baseball are both really streak driven sports. Like you you see guys go on long hit streaks or they have long like uh they have they pitch 10 games in a row where it just lights out. All of a sudden they have four games where they suck and you never know what's going to happen. Right? Yep. So, I yeah. I agree with you. So that's kind of the the uh, the short form version of it. But uh, feel free to to sign up to Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. It is a private group, and you can ask all these questions. We're always on there. We'll always answer you. Uh, let's get to some of the listener questions here, shall we? Matthew Masaig. It's M A C M A C I A G. Um, I like that name. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, it's, a, it's almost Viking or some type of Nordic Nordic name. Uh, who do you think makes the first major league trade in the MLB? I'm actually going to go with the Baumgartner trade. Uh, I think that'll be the, the big blockbuster that happens this year. And uh, I don't know who it's going to be. I mean, honestly, the Braves need a closer more than they need another starter because right. they, they can go with Tehran and Keiko and then whomever else out of Freed and, and, and Soroka and those guys, whoever's hot at the time, mm-hmm. and do pretty well because Freed and Soroka both pitched out of the pen before. Uh, they need a closer. I don't. I don't think. I, I think if they can get that trade done and get a closer, they may go after Bumgarner afterwards. That's why I think they're going to try to move early. Yeah. But it's the Yankees are probably going to try to get Bumgarner. That's what. I, that's I, what I've been hearing. And I and look, I think he's the the biggest piece out there that will be traded. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I lean on that. Uh, Mike Steven, why is Tom Brady so damn awesome? You know, it's funny you say that, man. I saw him and Giselle on those pictures on the beach today. And uh, I don't know, man. Some pe- some people in life just get the sunshine kisses their dick holes. I think he's a more robot. Than anyone else? Um, I think he's a robot, and he's in a in a position in a sport where being a robot like that is beneficial. That's yeah. what I think. Like he makes he takes only calculated risk all the time. Yes, and he's so he's like Saban in that way. He probably wakes up and eats the same fucking meal at the same time of day every single he day. He's that fucking TV twelve yeah. shit, and that's all he does. Like all it's, day. it's it's almost pathological with people like that. Like yeah. he, he's probably a psychopath. Like honestly, there's like 20% of the population. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But like, he's probably a psychopath and his brain just works that way. And that's why he's so good at it. He doesn't get emotional shit behind the scenes. Uh, look, 
Tom Brady, to me, yes, he's a great NFL quarterback. That other mm. weird shit of him open mouth kissing his children. It's super and weird, yeah. The food and all that other stuff. And, I, and he still has no shape to his body whatsoever. No, he's got, uh, well, I wouldn't say a dad bod, but he's. It's just a normal he's, fucking dude. Yeah, he's and, never been ripped or anything. No. Not that quarterbacks typically are, but. Yeah, uh, he, but this year, I think. Us is the decline for Brady. I, I don't, don't think, think they so. get back to this. You don't think so? No, I think Brady's going to have a great year this you year. You motherfucker. I just feel we'll it. Find out. Yeah. We're, we're doing a big NFL show yep. uh, here in a couple weeks, so stay tuned to that. Uh, Benjamin Jason Flores, what do you think about Jimbo Fisher's reasoning for scheduling cupcake schools? This is a great question, and I said this last year before the season started. I said, with this SEC bullshit, with them scheduling all these easy goddamn teams, it's going to bleed over into the rest of college football. It's got to. Um, because you can't lose one game. Ohio State won, l- lost one game last year. Yeah. And I know those <clears throat> bunch of assholes on Reddit called it the, the cancer game. Not Ohio State fans, but somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Because of that kid cancer with the cancer. Kid, yeah. Even I was rooting for fucking Iowa in that game. Um, but I said, look, man, that, that is an extra in-league schedule where you could schedule somebody else, and they chose not to, and now it's going to cause everybody else to. I looked at Ohio State's schedule. It's shitty this year. Um, so, I mean, it's what they're what they're doing is systematically devaluing their product, which is going to become problematic at some point in the near future. Like people aren't going to watch that. No one's going to fucking tune in to watch Alabama beat some D two school by sixty fucking points. I don't know if they're going to put those games on physical well, TV. That's what anymore, I'm saying. Though, which what, is going to be on the SEC? What network. games are going to be fucking left though? If everybody that's a major contender starts doing this shit, what games are going to be left? You're going to end up watching fucking Wake Forest. I play. know. I know it's 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 getting bad, and, and this year when we go over this scheduling is going to be one of our biggest issues when we talk about the college football season yeah. coming up, because nobody Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, all these guys don't have fucking hard schedules because everybody's doing this stupid shit. So Benjamin, that's a that's a great question, Kalen Cathrone. How many times are you going to bet against the Patriots and lose? Look, man, I, I learned my lesson after the Falcons game. Uh, last year, before we yeah. went to the Super Bowl, we bet heavily, heavily on the Patriots. We told the audience to take yep. the Patriots. We won a lot of money. It's not exciting football to watch, but no. uh, I stopped yeah. doing it after the Falcons game, and uh, I won a lot of money. But uh, goddamn, if that wasn't the most boring Super Bowl of all time. It is, yeah, it was the worst. Uh, except for, you know us getting into scraps afterwards but yeah that's that's not for public consumption no um, no uh, yeah. his follow-up question is what are the chances of bama clemson rematch uh we'll get to that in our college football show here yeah in two weeks i'd say it's probably 50 50 it depends on hertz and how he performs and right now it sounds like they're setting uh, Tua, you mean Tua, yeah yeah because I mean, yeah, yeah. he he looked he looked pretty banged up at the end of last season he's young We'll yep. see, but we'll get into that later. Uh, next question, Derek Wagner. Will the Chiefs finally make it this year? Strong talent and good defensive moves. Hashtag Chiefs Kingdom. Here's the thing, Derek. I, I, love, I love the Chiefs. Um, yep. I, I love watching them play. I think a lot of it is going to come down to this Tyreek Hill situation. And speaking of it, this week, that was one of the big stories yeah. where they finally released the full audio. Other than that bullshit clip that was going around on draft night, you remember? Yeah. And I got to be honest, listening to the full audio makes me give Tyreek Hill a little bit more benefit of the doubt. And I don't know how many they're going to give him some games, right? Probably two to four. It won't matter. It'll be so early in the season that it won't matter. I, I don't think so. So and here's why I say this. If it's two to four, 
I think the Chiefs come back and they have a really great year. And yes, they, they could absolutely compete for the Super Bowl. I mean, they if, were... if some cra- something crazy happens and he, he doesn't play. Yeah, you never know. Then no, because yeah. he's the most exciting. He's one of the most exciting players in the sport to watch. Oh, yeah. And uh, without him going deep with Mahomes or returning punts and all that shit, like, I, I don't think they have a shot without him this year. Probably not. Probably not. But I don't think he's going to miss that many games. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas D. Leonardo. Why do people hate Philadelphia so much beyond the obvious reason that statistically we have the biggest dicks in the lower 48? Huh, I like that. He said Alaskans breed with polar bears, therefore they have bigger dicks. You know polar bears have sideways vaginas? Really? No. Okay. I uh, didn't know that, but that should be a law. should it be should, a state well, law. <laughs> state law, yeah. Um, so th- uh, this is great. Uh, look, Philadelphia... I actually, we, we've been there a couple times. We actually enjoy I, the city. I like Philadelphians. Or uh, Philadelphians, same. I don't know how you say it, but your sports fans are fucking assholes, man. When, when opposing, there's, there's a difference between having pride in your team and rooting for your team and throwing fucking batteries at people. Yeah. Okay? That's, there's a fucking fine line between shit-talking and assault. <laughs> I will say this. Ever since you guys opened Lincoln Financial Field, though, there has been less and less of that. Oh, yeah. I think because the tickets got more expensive. It's more a little bit more corporate, and the fans yeah. are a little bit more more upscale. So, like when we went for the opening of the or the uh, NFL football season last year, yep. I was surprised. I was like, it was oh, super calm. Yeah. All right. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Uh, so and I, I was, believe you were wearing a Michael Vick jersey as well, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. We didn't really get any any flack from that. No. So, uh, so we had a, we had a pleasant time there. Yeah. We went back for Army Navy. Uh, I think Philadelphia's sports fans are changing a lot. Uh, Phillies are, are definitely not changing. Phillies fans are, but you signed Bryce Harper to a nine hundred million dollar deal, and he well, he's hitting two forty. Two forty. So. Uh, <laughs> that's tough. Um, that's really, really tough. Uh, Richard Denoff, are there any underdogs this year going into college football? They're going to make a splash. Um, other than the the usual suspects, we're not going to tell you yet, Bama. Richard. Yep, uh, Clemson and Oklahoma. We're saving that for the college football show. The college football show will be the first week of August. Yep. Uh, first week of August, but we'll we will doing see you in, in person, Richard. Uh, yes. What week? I can't remember the weekend, but it's whenever the Browns play the Dolphins. Uh, Browns play the Dolphins, and it's Ohio State, Penn State. Yep. I believe we'll it's see November twenty we'll third. Um, does Cody Bellinger? Uh, this is Joe Martin. Cody Bellinger or Christian Yelich win NL MVP? Before the season started, I said Christian Yelich would repeat. Right now, to me, this is a coin toss. Um, it is a coin toss, yeah, but Yellick has started to slow down quite a bit recently. He is, yeah. We'll see what happens. You never know what's going to happen in the second and if half. And, you know, look, the Dodgers are so far ahead if they start to rest Cody Bellinger yeah. a little more. Um, but right now, those are the two best in the NL, and oh, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm not surprised by it. Cody Bellinger a little bit because he's come up faster, but uh, – yeah, and, I, and winning back to back is difficult. Like you have to have theoretically, the the thinking is amongst the baseball writers is you have to have a better season than you had the year before. And how does Christian Yelich come out and have a better season than he had last year? Right, you know, like compared to the rest of the field. If Bellinger stays close with him, Bellinger will win. That's what I think. Yes, I I, I do too. But and nobody's uh, like Bellinger's a great fucking player, and I thought he would have a great year. I didn't think he'd have this great of a year. No, like he's hit some kind of stride, and he's still young as fuck, man. So. Uh, they're actually both young. I think Yelich is uh, 26, right? So this is – we have, between them and Acuna Jr. and fucking Vlad Jr. and Tatis Jr., we have a just a great couple of de- – like a decade of great baseball coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to be super fun. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Taylor Bates, what sports should be in the Olympics that isn't? 
You know, that's a great question. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it's women's softball, actually. Um, they took it out. Are there enough international teams? There, yes, there to, was. To make it competitive. That's yes. all I would ask. The, there I, was. I, I like watching women's softball. Here's what they're, re they're, they're replacing it with. This is not a joke either. You can look this up. I promise you. They are considering putting breakdancing into the Olympics. And I believe it's either 2024, 2026. Um, but I think the women should have uh, softball, at least. I mean, man, that is... Are you me, saying that crazy. because you're an American and we probably have the best team? Softball-wise? Yeah. Yeah. So you're, but, you're just an American homer. But for... Look, for... I, I'm a, look, I, I'm, I love baseball. I'm a big baseball guy, yeah. obviously. There is a ton of girls, including my wife, who grew up playing softball. Yeah, and I mean, it's big here, for it, sure. It, you have nowhere else to go after that. You can't play professional. So... The, the Olympics was something that every girl looked up to. That and soccer, I think, and, uh, and gymnastics. So yeah. when, when they took that away, why? Uh, that was dumb. Yeah. Um, I, I, think it, I think it should definitely be in. I agree. Um, women's hockey is, is great women's to watch. Women's hockey is great to watch. They're actually, uh, not, not that this is a women's sport, but I believe this upcoming year that uh, the wind tunnel shit's getting added, right? Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? But curling's in there, man. So I, yeah. I think it should be uh, women's softball. I know, I know that's a weird should one. Should Pete Rose, this is Josh Ray, should mm -hmm. Pete Rose be allowed in the Hall of Fame? Yes. 100%. There's like, it's not a fucking morality contest, dude. The first 50 years of Hall of Famers were all racist assholes. Yeah. Uh, that played and, and colluded to keep black and brown players out of the game. Right? So fuck that. It, oh, yeah, all yeah, yeah. this dude did was bet on his own team to win. I know. Like, what the fuck? You should, if you bet on your own team to win, I feel like that should be the only legal gambling allowed. And like, and like with honestly. It, it, with gambling becoming as big as it is now, it's, everybody's yeah. betting on it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, look, Pete's been on, what, twice? Two yeah. or three times on Drinking Bros? Great guy. Um, and is super honest and candid about everything he's ever done. And, uh, yeah, you sh it should be mandatory that you bet on your own team. Uh, this Pete Rose shit is Way, way overdue, man. Yeah, Jesus like, what the Christ. fuck are we waiting? He's like 73 Get over it. Now. Put him in the Hall of Fame, I hope man, he gets he's still alive. Yeah, I hope he gets in before he dies because that's fucked up. Uh, Rick Johns, with a healthy Oladipo, where do you think the Pacers will stack up in the East? Middle of the pack. Yep. And like, do you think Miles Turner is going to do well if he transitions to a true five? I do. Uh, and the Pacers are a gritty fucking team, man. Oladipo's injury was unfortunate, yeah. and it was almost catastrophic. He's going to have to come back from that first yeah we'll see what happens i mean he's an he's a very good player he, very good player but with with the, the way that the east is stacked up now with boston the nets a different and milwaukee now, yeah. they would be lucky right. to be a, f a four or five seed i think if he comes back completely healthy um so we'll see we'll see what happens for him uh yes seth morton we did go over the basics of gambling uh and again if you have any other questions Please go to uh, just sign up for Drinking Bros. Sports. There's some more on the uh, on Facebook. YouTube yeah, we're gonna get channel, to the ones yeah. on on on, uh, on here as well. But yeah. uh, if you have any more gambling questions, um, even before the the games start, man, just yep. go to sign up for Drinking Bros. Sports on Facebook, and we'll answer them to you. Um, fire away, Danthony. Uh, what's this pressure wave? What's the skinny with Florida? You're going to make a trip to the St. Augustine area. Yes, pressure wave. We're going to the Florida-Miami game. That is the opener for us. Um, so we're, we're, we're going to go to that uh, August 24th. We'll, we will be there for that. I'm just as curious about Florida as everybody else is. Um, I think they're going to have a, a really big bounce back year. And uh, if they win this first game, 
against Miami, man, it could it could give them a lot of momentum going mm-hmm. forward uh, for the Florida Gators. So I'm excited about it, but uh, I'm kind of waiting to see how their quarterback is going to turn out. We'll see, I mean, we'll see him live the first week, so we'll know then. That's not an easy game for either one of those teams. So At all. And that, the fact that they're starting their season off with that, look, you lose that game, you're almost out just based on how easy the SEC schedule is this year. We'll see. Um, let's talk football. I hate basketball. Dave Pratt, look, football's coming up, my man. We got two more weeks. Uh, Chris Paul. Is going to your mom's house tonight for a, a deal from Jody Barrett for uh, one night for $17. Look, man, I think Chris Paul got the, the shit end of this. I haven't heard anything bad about Chris Paul. Have you? About him, like from other as players? Person, the, as only, a... the only time I've ever seen him run into personnel issues was with James Harden, who wanted the ball all the time. Yeah, well, Jalen Rose said something a couple of days ago that, that Chris Paul wasn't, isn't always the easiest to play with, that he's demanding, and it's like, Jordan was demanding. No Jor- shit. Jordan would fucking yell. And I think this is where Draymond gets a lot of his bullshit from. Not that he's in any way the same class as Jordan, but the way he talks to other players on the court is very similar to how Jordan did. Like, he would fucking chew your ass out. But you would always get the, the hype up when you did well, too, right? You get both sides of that. And then when Scottie Pippen showed up, he was kind of the same way. He would chew you out. And like, yeah. do your fucking job. Uh, but you never saw those two butt heads, really. No. I think... The way James Harden plays defense is the same way he does leadership on the court, and that's why he's never going to fucking win a championship. I, I 100% agree. I don't see him winning a title, and I, I certainly don't see it with, with Westbrook. No. Um, because I think they're too similar. Lee Huntington, uh, let's talk baseball. Do you think anyone can contest the Yankees come the World Series time? Does L.A. or Atlanta have a chance for the NL? I think the Yankees are going to win the World Series. Mm. And in particular, if they, if they pick up Bumgarner, if they pick up Bumgarner, then they become the favorite in my mind. But right now, they're starting pitching. Like, their second starter is CeCe Sabathia. He's like 75 years old. He's right. having a decent year. He's only, he's got Last a, year of his career, he's retiring yeah. after the season. He's got a four ERA right now. So maybe the fact that it's his last year. To uh, answer your question, though, with uh, LA or Atlanta have a chance for the NL, I, I think both of them do, absolutely. I have a hard time with the Dodgers simply because they've lost the last two World Series. Yeah. Saying because I can't I can't remember a team exactly mentally yeah. coming back in there. Maybe the Braves. I think they, the they Braves in the nineties were the only ones to they lose only a lost couple the World one, Series. They lost the one. They lost in ninety one to the Twins and then in ninety two. Yeah, but they came back in ninety five and 95, won it. Ninety five so. though, that was like years later. That was a different team. That was yeah. a Chipper Jones and Ryan Klesko team. It wasn't the Ron Gant team. Ron Gant was gone then, right? Yes. Yeah, you got a motorcycle yeah. accident. Yeah. It went to the Cincinnati Reds, I believe. But yeah, to answer your question, absolutely. Atlanta or or LA could they, they could absolutely do it. I just uh I think Atlanta's a little too young and they need one more one more year. And, I think uh, if they have a closer, Atlanta wins. Honestly. Yes. That's that's my and that's not a homer pick. I mean they, they are the best team in baseball right now. But right the, now the they, they need they need one more person. Yeah. Uh so we'll see. And LA like we said earlier, LA's problem is there's a decent chance that the last month of their season is going to be meaningless and they're going to be in their own heads thinking about those last two fucking World Series they lost. Yeah. That's not great for anybody. No. Like if you talk to uh, any, especially basketball players who get in the zone, they stop thinking, just let their body react. When you have time to think, that's when you fuck shit up. You see these guys with wide open three pointers and they take an extra dribble and just throw it off the side of the backboard. Yeah. Right? But you see a guy grab a quick shot, and he makes it every time. I think that's going to be the Dodgers' problem. Yeah, I, I did too. So we'll see. Uh, 
Let's see. Ruben Schneider. We need a real happy Gilmore in golf. I, look, we talked about that earlier, and I agree. Um, I think we need a, a John Daly again, man. I'd love to well, see a, I mean, a long John back starting in to there. talk some shit. I know. He's like, look, I'm not going to practice for something that's not a major. Fuck you. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Um, ballers, Franco Men- Melendez is a big ballers fan, dude. Are you, are you, you talked about that earlier. Were you a gigantic ballers fan? I'm not a gigantic fan, but I think it's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is I think it's good. good. I don't, I didn't say are they on? Uh, I actually don't know. I haven't watched this past. I usually let a whole season go by and then watch it all at once. I'm a binge watcher. Yeah. Franco Melendez, Brewers will get a wild card. I, I said that actually before the season started. I'm going to stick with it. It's tough, man. I mean, if the, if the Phillies get in shape, then the Brewers don't have a shot because they have to get past the Cardinals and then get right. past the Phillies too. And when Jump. you're playing in, in division like that where all those teams are good and you're beating yeah. each other up, it's tough. But I will say yes. I'm going to stick with my pick and say the Brewers um, absolutely will do it. Uh, last one. I say this is Craig Dulesky, who we love him. Um, Craig Dulesky says 10-6, and six, and Odell plays every game. Doesn't fake an injury for the Browns. He's not going to fake an injury now. <laughs> um, but I, I do, I agree with that. I think they're, I think they're ten and six or eleven and five, one of the two. Yeah, but yeah. they're not, they're not gonna. I wouldn't bet on it because it's there's just too many things that could go wrong. There's no way. There's just no way. Come on, uh, Ross. This is Sean. What's the most underrated team this year in college? Who is it? We're gonna again. We're gonna do our college football show. In, uh, it might in two be weeks. Uh, Craig Dulesky said, hey, I bet the surprise is Kentucky or Tennessee. No, it is Kentucky not. Kentucky was a football school for about six weeks. Yep. With when, uh, Snell Jr. When Snell was actually he running the ball. Gone. Then he like disintegrated <laughs> as a human being, and that's over. So fuck off, Craig. Uh, Richard. Uh, Richard Denoff. Will Zeke Elliott get paid? Uh, Dak wants way too much, in my opinion. I agree, but the problem is there isn't a lot of quarterbacks out there. I think Dak gets his money, and I think Zeke Elliott also gets his money. Zeke is great. He just won't stay out of trouble. The man. Cowboys have been paying asshole. people. I mean, say what you want about Jerry, but he's been paying people like our— For years. Yeah. Uh, the only person he didn't pay was Des Bryant. Well, I think that was more about attitude than it was them, the money, probably. Yeah. And look, Des Bryant tore an Achilles and, and was done. Yeah. Um, I, and it might be his career. Could be, yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, what about California? This is Richard, uh, his follow-up question. What about California moving forward with student-athletes allowed to profit off their like- likeness? Yes. Will it pass? Will it dismantle the machine? This has been going on since uh, that Ed O'Bannon thing yeah. um, for uh, UCLA, and yeah. they won that suit against that uh, video game company. Against Was it EA or was yeah, it? Yeah, I think it was EA yeah. Sports, yeah, for college. Uh, yeah, they should absolutely be able to profit off their own image. It's their own image. Why would they not be allowed to profit off of it? That doesn't, I mean, look, is, is there some fucking uh, intrinsic purity assigned to a college athlete because they're not getting paid to do what they're doing? That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And look, honestly, if you're a college that has more money than other colleges, you should be able to fucking buy better players. That's capitalism. That's how it works, man. Like, get the fuck out of here with this horse shit. I know. God damn. Dude. I know. And there's a bunch of people fighting about this. Uh, we're talking about the Saban thing going to mm-hmm. Miami. And if Breeze would have went to the Dolphins instead of uh, yeah. the Saints, how much different the worlds would have been. It would have been very different. <laughs> Drew, <laughs> Drew Breeze is a pretty good football player. I don't know if you noticed that. By the way, Drew Breeze is my... 
fucking way too early pick for uh, MVP in the NFC this year. Really? Yeah. He's funny. We were in He's New fucking Orleans. pissed off, homie. He's mad. Man. He's mad this I, year. We were in an Uber going to the airport this morning yeah. in New Orleans, and uh, that's what they were talking about yeah. was, was Drew Brees. And if, so let me ask you this. Do you think he'll play beyond this year? Because I think this is his last year under contract. He's going to be 37 this year, I think. I think he might be 40. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought he was younger than that. Well, either way, I don't think... I, actually, I think he might be 40 or 41. I don't think this is going to be his last year now, just to answer the question. I don't either. Especially if he has a great year, why not, why not come back and absolutely dominate? Like, they've got a killer team down there in New Orleans, man. They, I mean, they really do. They just... He's... Uh, yeah, he just turned 40 this year. Um, I mean, he, he threw 4,000 yards, 32 touchdowns, and five picks last year. I think he's going to probably come back. Um I'm going to say that I, that's my way too early NFC MVP right there. Whew. I'll tell you why. If you go back and look at the last play of his season last year, yeah. he's a little bit butthurt about it. Oh, boy. The, that whole city is. Yeah. Even the, I went to the Rolling Stones concert last night. Even uh, Mick Jagger made a, a comment on stage. Did he really? Yeah. That's funny. And he, and he goes, uh, <clears throat> we said something effective. Hurricane Barry was like the, the last play for the Saints last year. Yeah. Just a just a no call all the way well, around on that one. And she just kind of fucked everything up. <laughs> that's I mean, look, the last time something major happened in that city that was an emotional driver, they fucking won a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Like this is clearly a team that's motivated by emotion. I think I think he's gonna fucking light it up this year. Uh Sean Thomas, a lot of talking heads, big fans of the Colts this year. Why? Look, Andrew Luck looked fantastic last year. He's back uh with a with a whole Kit and caboodles worth of offensive weapons, and, and and it looks like they're finally getting some help on defense. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, they have a lot of guys that were injured at the end of last year. Yep. We'll see how they come back because you never know, right? Like it looks on paper like it's going to be good, and yeah. if, it, if it works out that way, I think they're going to have a super good fucking year. Yeah. Same man, and they and they could be in the mix. So Sean Thomas, if you're a Colts fan, uh, it could be great great year for you. Uh, Franco Melendez, will Trubisky have a breakout year under the Nagy offense? You know, I'm not sold on the guy, to be honest. I mean, I like him as a quarterback. I, I still think they need some, some wide receivers who are superstars. You yeah, know? you can't. I, this is a, the NFL is a superstar league now, right? Yeah. I mean, other than the Patriots, and let's not, like, Edelman is a superstar. If, whether you want to believe it or not or give him credit for it or not, he's kind of a douchebag. And yep. so is Tom Brady, who open mouth kisses his children, by the way. Both giant douchebags, but they're also superstars in this league. And there's no – the only superstar on Chicago's team is on the other side of the ball. So I don't know if – we'll see. I don't know. I mean, look, their defense is great. So I, you, don't, you don't need that much It offense, takes a lot of but, pressure off, yeah. And, but, but it also makes you, as an offensive play caller, probably risk-averse, right? Like the same way the Ravens have been for years. Yeah. Your defense is so good, you don't have to go out there and bomb it all the time. So why take the risk? No, well, and Trubisky keeps getting better and better, and he's great at clock management. So, look, the Bears are going to be certainly tough this year, but I, does he have a breakout year? He's not the fantasy guy I would move up and pick as your quarterback. No, definitely not. Um, Benjamin Love, do you see the Browns winning the, the AFC North? I oh. would not sleep on the Pittsburgh Steelers no. if, if I were I think the Steelers are going to do well this year. I, I do mean, too. I think it'll be a shootout between those two teams. I mean, obviously the Bengals aren't going to do anything. No. And I, I, look, I don't the, think the Ravens are Ravens are still in that again. division, so it's... I, I, it's Come tough, on, man. There's no fucking way. Suggs is gone. So look, I, I'm I'm with you on that. But I'm you know. You think Lamar Jackson's going to win ten no, games next year? I don't. Uh, playing devil's advocate, 
Uh, you know, he's one of those guys who could who could sneak in a win or two. Um, I wouldn't sleep on the Pittsburgh Steelers, though. I, I don't think this is a shoe-in for the Browns like everybody else thinks. Uh, Lucas Dake, how do you feel about the NFL possibly shortening games um, to get to 18 games for a season instead of 16? I, I Look, the more football, the, the better, obviously. We love... You're talking about more injuries, though, yeah. or the potential for injuries. You got to eliminate two preseason games to get to this number. Yeah, and you're also going to start seeing coaches sit players like you didn't before. Right. Like in the lat look, if you were if you were a game up with a game left, and you you were playing a shitty team, and your opponent had some kind of issue, you probably were, you know maybe play your guys the first half and then bring them out or whatever the case is. You're gonna if you if you extend the even if it's less minutes during one game, if you extend the season where they're playing serious football. It's almost like a, a pitcher. So uh, I pitched, and you hear baseball announcers talk about this shit all the time now. It's not uh, just about how many pitches you throw or how many innings you go. It's about the stress in each one of those innings. So maybe I throw a 20-pitch inning, but it's not that big a deal. Like I was just kind of wild in the strike zone, but I was getting people out, maybe walked the guy, but it was pretty much one, two, three. But if you have an inning in the middle of your game in the third, fourth, fifth inning where you have to like bear down and mentally focus more and it's stressful. That's what, and it's, this is statistically proven. You can go read, uh, like Bill James has a great piece on this that he wrote back in the fucking seventies and nobody paid attention to him obviously until Billy Bean. But, uh, those stressful points, mm-hmm. that's what fucking wears you down in yeah. the game. And I think it happens like that over the course of a season as well. It's not just about, uh, it's not just about how many minutes you play or even how many games you play. It's about how much stress your body is under during those things because all that stress creates lactic acid in your body that wasn't there before, the same stuff that your body has to fight off to stay athletic. It's the same goddamn shit, right? Yep. And melatonin and serotonin are involved in that. Body chemistry plays a huge role in sports. And when you extend a season like that, it adds, even if it's less minutes, it adds more stress to the player. Correct. That's, I mean, that's a long-winded explanation, but I don't think it's a good idea. I, 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 you know, look, we all want more football. We would love to see it. 18 is a lot of fucking games, though. And uh, I, I, look, I would like to see them eliminate two preseason games, still keep the 16, and I yeah, think you're same. fine with that, but get like, rid of the no, two preseason gives- games. A fuck about preseason football. Nobody watches no, that I, shit. I don't. I mean, I, you know, I'll put I'll put it on just because it's it sounds fun. You know, I, I think you should have one preseason it. game. That's it. Because really, if you think about it, maybe you, two only because you got to find out those those last guys that are making the roster. Yeah, maybe two. But what, what do they play? Four now or six? Four. Yeah, four? they play four. Uh, two more questions here. Uh, curious, Nathan Franklin. Curious, what you thought about the Tyler Skagg situation? Gonna be honest, man. That I was, still don't know what the fuck happened. I, I don't know what happened. There is still like no a, is autopsy there, report, and they say we're not gonna get it until October. And I say we, I guess I'm I'm treating ourselves like the media now, but yeah. uh, um, they say we're not gonna get it till October. However, that game where they threw the no hitter the other night and they were wearing his jerseys and and Mike Trout crushed that homer. Yeah, it was emotional. That's one of the greatest moments I've ever seen in sports. And I think next year's ESPY, you can already go ahead and lock up yeah. best performance for that. Yep. For a team to come together and throw a no-hitter, and his mom came out through the opening pitch. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. That, uh, but watching. I, I, I wonder if there are any, and if you guys are, if there's any EMTs or any medical professionals out there, go into the Facebook group and respond to this. But what could take them several months to figure out what happened an aneurysm maybe i don't know 
They would know that immediately. That's what they I thought. They would cut his brain in half and see the fucking blood vessels are fucked up or whatever. Yeah. Like you would know. I don't know what kind of injury could happen that you don't know for months. I or know they're, they're waiting, just waiting for a toxicology for the, report. I, look, yeah, but that shit doesn't take that long. He's fucking famous and rich, dude. I know it's. Uh, I was. I, I, I mean, this, shit. this is still unbelievably. Do you curious. think they're trying to wait until the fucking season is over because it's something shocking? Yes, that's what. That's where my brain goes because they said October third. You won't gonna. You're not gonna get these results till October third, and it's yeah. like, look, they, you, we already know the Angels aren't making it to the postseason. No. So, um, yeah, I, I I don't know what happened, but I, I love the way that they played and the way that they rallied around them, and that was one of the most amazing. Uh, games I've ever seen in my entire life yeah. and performances all the way around by, by the Angels. Man, that chills all the way around for that. <laughs> uh, last question, Dustin Fugates. Or Fugate. Eh, either way, I like both of those. Fugate. Uh, did y'all give predictions on the Open Championship for the British Open? I'm actually going with Brooks Kopka. Uh, he, that's, <laughs> that's my dude. He's 10-1, uh, he's, uh, to 1, I think. Yeah, Roy, Rory McIlroy yeah. right now is favored to win. He's eight and a half to one, so yeah. he's plus eight fifty. Yep. Brooks Kepka is plus one thousand. Dustin Johnson and uh, John Rahm are sixteen hundred. Tiger is fifteen hundred. If you want to lay that bet in, I don't think Tiger is going to win this one. No, I, he's not. He doesn't have this type of game anymore no. at this stage of his career. I, I, I'd say, look, if you're going to throw money on an underdog in this, I'd go Justin Rose. Yeah, I think Justin Rose is a really great. And that's pick. a twenty to one, man. You put you know a hundred bucks down, you're going to get some money out of that. Yep. Two thousand bucks. If you so. roll into my book, you do you know throw a hundo on Justin Rose. That's my long shot pick. Yep. Um, but if 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 I'm going to go with who I actually think is going to win, I think it's I think it's Brooks Kapka. I think it's either him or McElroy, just because he's going home. Yeah, we'll he's, com- he's comfortable playing out there. We'll see. I love watching it, man. Um, it's fun, and uh, God, we're so close to football season starting. Yep, a couple of weeks. Right there, brother. We're dancing with danger. We're five weeks out from the opening of the college football season. Uh, don't forget to sign up on Facebook, Drinking Bros Sports, and follow us there. And subscribe on YouTube. We're going to try to start doing this. Um, you know, every every Tuesday is going live with a sports show on video, and then answering your questions afterwards. Because yep. uh, this is a blast, man, and we love fucking hanging out with you guys. We appreciate you listening. Uh, again, subscribe on YouTube and sign up for, for Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. For Danthony, Danthony Holloway, I am Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show. Chop on. Go Braves. Oh, man. Don't you see you made it homer right there. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> A couple people got me homer.